0: And welcome to a new episode of PR360, and I'm your host, Brett Deister. And if you could please subscribe to PR360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music as well, that'd be great. And leave us a review, it does help us get more listeners as well. But for this week, we have Chelsea Waite with us, and she is a senior communication person for Empowered, and it's actually kind of a cool little thing going on with advertising, with content. We always are having a problem with finding the right content for our advertising, but she is the director of communications for that. She's also done various different freelances. She's done a ton of different PR stuff. So it's just really, I'm just really excited for her to be here. So welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Brett. I appreciate it.
0: And as I ask all my guests, are you a coffee or tea drinker?
1: I am most. Definitely a coffee drinker. Um, I go through probably at least a pot a day in these quarantine times.
0: Yes. Don't we all? We're like, mm, I feel like I'm really tired. I should probably not have that seventh cup of coffee, but I'll probably do it anyways.
1: A hundred percent. That is definitely the mentality going on over here.
0: Ah, okay. And can you tell our listeners a little bit about what Empowered is all about?
1: So Empowered is an AI platform artificial intelligence that actually delivers business outcomes through content marketing. We focus on going a step further than your typical content marketing platform by focusing on two things, content intelligence, as well as content distribution. So through years of machine learning, our AI-powered technology is now actually able to take a piece of content, scan it, determine what the optimal copy, image, headline, platform for distribution is all based around the lowest cost for engagement. And our newest product, Content Intelligence, is actually taking things a step further by applying an intelligent call to action across each piece of content to really achieve specific KPIs, such as
0: high-value actions
1: taken on-site, building first-party audiences, increasing brand consideration and engagement, as well as overall time spent on-site.
0: Wow. So you're just almost an all-in-one for almost all advertisement, but doing the right advertisement is what I'm hearing.
1: Correct. Pretty much everything besides the content creation itself. We leave that up to the professionals.
0: What? You won't allow me to have you make my own content for me, so I don't have to do it?
1: (laughs) You'll have to do it, but we can make sure it's getting to the right person. That's for sure.
0: So what does really differentiate you from the other ones that do Online ads, let's just say, because everybody, when they think about this stuff, just thinks about online ads from like Amazon and Facebook, and then it scares the crap out of them most of the time because they're like, I just searched that.
1: Yeah, so I think taking more of like a high level approach at things that we really believe that content marketing and the entire digital marketing space is dealing with a major ROI problem right now. We don't understand how real ROI can be determined just off of clicks or impressions. So what really sets us apart is that marketers are actually able to take it to the next level and use the data collected from their content marketing campaigns to achieve tangible business outcomes. And, you know, additionally, in this time of COVID that we're all living through, it's even more important to know that every dollar from your ad spend is being used to your advantage and making an impact. So our data not only provides these informative insights but also allows brands to take the information to better inform their future content creation strategy.
0: So basically you're just trying to give them the right data for what they're searching for, as long as they have actual goals, because I'm pretty sure your own program can't give them goals as well.
1: No. So those goals are outlined. I have prior to distributing the campaign, we ask them, are you trying to increase your consumer engagement? Are you trying to increase brand consideration? taken on your website or get users to engage with the content further with related stories. So from that, we're able to then put the piece of content through our platform and then make sure it is distributed based off of these years of machine learning and AI optimization, as well as apply that intelligent call to action. You can really gain those tangible insights into, is your content really achieving those bigger business outcomes that you want to be focused on?
0: Mm hmm. And so, do you also help them with, let's say, the ever changing SEO of Google? Because Google seems to be changing their SEO rules like sometimes daily and sometimes weekly and sometimes a little bit longer. But I feel like it's every day there's something new going on. So, does your machine learning AI help with that as well?
1: So, it helps in terms of optimizing the content and copy or really testing thousands of different permutations and understanding which copy which image which headline which channel is being received best by your target audience um but in terms of bigger seo we don't play in that sandbox
0: do mm, you stay out of that mess sometimes because it feels like it's a mess sometimes
1: yeah google is changing faster than i can keep up with these days. so
0: and what have you seen with digital ads from last year to this year and beyond? Is it getting smarter? Is it getting better? Or is it kind of stagnated still? Are we still in the death of advertising as one book has actually said?
1: So I think just in terms of looking at digital ad campaigns between last year and this year, especially in response to the COVID-19 pandemic, is really the need to reach messaging by marketers. It's no longer enough to push out a piece of content and hope that it gets to the right person. These consumers are really expecting brands to be empathetic and provide a real resource for them during these especially hard times. A study from Cantar came out recently and showed that 78% of individuals actually expect this from the brands that they follow right now. So I think there's a real need out there for reliable and trustworthy information, and digital ads and content marketing in particular can really serve that purpose.
0: Mm. And has AI actually played a bigger role in digital advertising over the years? Have you seen it basically become extremely helpful for PR people, marketers to understand who's actually clicking on their ads and who's actually buying?
1: 100%. I think AI is definitely at the forefront of the digital marketing industry. And as consumers continue to be more and more inundated with these methods, marketers really want to rely on tools that can help them cut through the noise. So when you're using an AI-powered platform like Empowered, it actually allows them to not only make sure their messaging and content aligns with current consumer behavior, but it can also inform and adjust campaigns much faster and efficiently. AI is able to take thousands of permutations at once, test them through, personalize it, and make sure it's really engaging to that core target audience.
0: And coming from the opposite side about privacy, since a lot of consumers are now more aware of what's going on behind the scenes, how can companies or you help actually PR pros and marketers collect the massive amounts of data, but also use that data by creating ads that are better than what was previously done and also keeping their data private, basically? How can you guys do that? Yeah. So I think
1: this is a. Great question. As many people have heard, Google is going to stop allowing the collection of cookies starting in 2021, and regulations like CCPA and GDPR are already in place. So it's really created a situation where marketers have to think smarter about how they go about creating these pools of data. But um, in power, what we really believe that all about creating first-party data, so basically going about collecting consumer data through an intelligent next action, using own content, and using something like a simple JavaScript tag and dropping that across a blog page. So when a brand is able to really apply this intelligent call to action, such as download this white paper or learn more about X, Y, and Z, while providing a submission form that's optional for the consumer to fill out, not only is it compliant with privacy regulations, but it also becomes a win win situation for both marketers and the consumer. The consumers receiving some sort of added bonus by offering up their information, and the marketers can then utilize this data to retarget pre qualified consumers with future content, knowing they're already interested in the product or service. And your component for how PR people can be using marketing. Especially in lieu of these ever increasing you know, suspicious audiences that we've got out there, I think it's really all about empathy. So I think people are pretty intuitive these days and can smell a BS ad. It's important to look at ways in which your ads can connect consumers on a humanistic level and make them feel emotion with this piece of content that's actually bettering their mind. It sounds simple, but I think being empathetic and adding in this human component to a content strategy goes a long way. Personal marketing tactics like display and banner ads are for all purposes dead. <laughs> look, I really would recommend that marketers look at creating pieces of content that they can distribute across platforms to gain some interest from individuals who either are currently using your product or service or
0: you're trying to to use your product or service. Gotcha. And with that being said, the opposite side of Apple's new iOS 14 has made it a little bit more difficult to actually collect data now. And what I've read is that users can now opt out of having data collection made that. How has that made the digital ad space a little worried a little bit more because you're missing a big cut of Apple's users now because It's now an opt-in to collect their data instead of an opt-out to collect their data.
1: Exactly. So, again, with this point, I really revert back to the beauty of creating these first-party data pools. With these regulations and privacy policies, brands no longer rent audiences. They have to go and build their own audience. And I think this is the core component of what marketing is, about creating a value exchange know where and how your information is being used as a consumer myself. But instead of relying on cookies and unknowingly tracking consumers through their digital footprint, brands really now need to start becoming more authentic and intentional with their advertising. So not just about selling or pushing out a message, but thinking about how they can bring real value into the consumer's lives so they feel comfortable in exchanging their personal information and opting in.
0: So do you think all this new changes in privacy policy on data will actually make digital advertising better and more thoughtful? I guess is the best way of saying it.
1: Yeah, I do think it will become more of a trustworthy process where now consumers really feel comfortable about opting into certain brands or services that are requesting their information instead of worrying about their personal data just floating around on the internet going to who
0: knows where. Yeah. And how can PR pros and marketers now create those relevant, well, content for ads? How can they create those for the ever-increasing suspicious audience? Because we're now being very suspicious on, well, why are you showing me that ad? Yeah.
1: So I think that with this, again, it really goes back to that human component we talked about. PR pros and marketers, we get really focused on wanting to get out brand message, what's being relayed to us from a client, really focusing on more the quantitative side versus the qualitative side. And I think we need to take a step back and see that we're really living during some quite turbulent times. And each piece of information that we put out there should have some sort of value that the consumer wants to essentially consume. And from that increasing brand loyalty, brand awareness and eventually getting that person to purchase your product or
0: And do you think PR Pro should start basically being more transparent on the data collection side of it, saying, hey, this is how we're using our data to give you the right type of product for you? Because I don't think a lot of consumers understand that without data, we can't give you the right product that you're looking for. We're kind of just going scatter shots if we don't have the right data. So is there a way of PR Pros communicating that with basically customers? Of course. I think
1: there's a lot in terms of creating more of a symbiotic relationship between marketers and PR. Oftentimes they're looked at very separate entities doing their own things, which are true. Both have very different vital roles to making a brand or business successful. But I think there's a lot more we can be doing in terms of working together. As a publicist, you spend hours each day working on pitches and sending them out to Garner Earn Media for your clients. I think it's taking it a step further. Again, what happens after that piece of media goes live? Besides a few social posts to amplify the placement, usually not too much, but instead when you work with marketers, they can in turn take that piece of earned media, use content marketing for greater awareness. And the data that's taken from this can not only inform future content campaigns and creation strategies, but also really gives PR folks the chance to understand what type of earned media is really enticing to their target audience of their clients so i see it as a win win all around if we join forces here
0: mhm for 2020 and beyond where do you see content advertising and digital ads going do you see it more going to be hit the right person at the right time do you see it actually understanding and ever evolving to create a better message for consumers because I mean, we always want new consumers. We don't want more. Well, yes, we want more. So do you see it becoming more aware of who's clicking on it and then adjusting to the the ads to the people clicking on it? Do you see that coming?
1: Yeah, I think it's both seen in our news cycle, things are changing at a rapidly evolving pace. And with that, so are people purchasing decisions, their mindset, their needs. So I think it's important to not only be using marketing as a way to engage these consumers, but also staying on top of, okay, what sort of messaging can I be putting out that's going to resonate? How can I make sure that what I am distributing and putting out there as brand verbiage is really in line with what's going on in the world around us? I think having that level of sensitivity as well as understanding can go a long way and really help us to create more effective marketing campaigns, as well as PR placement.
0: And what would you like to see changed or maybe become better for digital ads moving forward?
1: I would say that I would love to see this greater focus on really engaging consumers, not just pushing out a piece of content and hoping cropping your fingers that it performs well, I think it's really getting a greater insight into what's working across what channels and gathering new data that you might not have had available to you before can you see if your target audience is actually a woman living in the midwest on her android phone data are now available to us and can go such a long way in terms of carving out an effective content strategy and more so just really creating an effective communication strategy and targeting that messaging that's coming out from your brand around who that true target audience is that's engaging with your content Mm,
0: yes always getting smarter i wish that podcast analytics would actually be (laughs) as smart as that
1: (laughs) i can imagine we'll get there
0: yes we'll eventually get there it's just always funny when i'm like When people ask me, what's the audience? I'm like, "Uh, well, I kind of know, kind of don't know. I mean, I can tell you where exactly they're listening in the world and I can tell you like kind of sort of where exactly like they're listening from in some ways, but that's about it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, a lot of times it's really surprising what you can learn through this data. For example, we had a client that was amplifying content around parenting and they had decided to do a partnership with a mom blog and a blog focused for moms and a blog focused for dads. And what they actually found was that the piece of content on the mom focused blog was actually most engaging with the men who were visiting that site and vice versa. So we were really able to find out some unique data points from just digging a little deeper and keeping an open mind.
0: Mm-hmm. And fun question for you, if you create any ad campaign for yourself, what would it be?
1: This is an interesting question. If I could create a content campaign for myself, it would probably be centered around the message of being kind to each other and also feature maybe some dogs in the background wearing party hats, because I think we could use a lot more of that as well. (laughs) just to bring a smile and again really remember that we're all in this together. It's definitely not an easy time we're going through and I think we could all use a few more
0: laughs. Hmm, That's alright. I'll let you borrow my puppy for a little bit for those ad campaigns or content campaigns for you.
1: Oh, perfect. I've got two in the background so they're ready to go whenever.
0: Yes, we'll have them play around and have hats on there.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Any final thoughts for our listeners?
1: No, I think been a really awesome experience to connect with you. As I said, I think there's a lot more that we can do working together as marketers and PR people, joining forces and really pushing towards that greater goal of creating awareness and connection with our clients.
0: All right. Thank you, Chelsea, for joining PR 360. Really appreciate you sharing your knowledge with our listeners. Of course, thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to PR 360. As always, please subscribe to PR 360 on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, and leave a review. And join us next week as we talk to another great thought leader in the PR industry. All right, guys, stay safe, get out there, and be kind to each other. All right, guys, later.